Welcome to the Massburgers. Did I just say that weird? Yeah. Did I just say weird? I don't know. Is it the way I said them? I I feel like it was the welcome. Oh. What's wrong with the welcome? Internet it was odd. No. Well, it's the new week. Next week. Next episode. Next everything. It's still early. No, don't talk about the earliness. We don't oh, talk about the earliness. Sorry. Otherwise, it's the thing. It's the routine. I'm trying to still figure out intros for this. We can't have intros every morning of, hey, it's... <laughs> we forgot to, and now we're doing it early. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I tried. Sorry. We did it early last week, but uh, we didn't mention it. Right, new intro. Well, you want to start again? No. Yeah. So, yeah, um, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, yeah, good. How's how's life? Uh, you know. Trying to think if anything has happened. Burger related. Burger related. Uh, you kind of started a new job ish. Yes. That was a big thing. You were worried about breaking away from, well. Well, I still have the old job. Yeah, I suppose. This makes it sound like I up sticks. I didn't. I've just got an extra job now. Yeah, I suppose you wouldn't be ready to up sticks just yet. No. No. But. Um, Because there is the worry of, uh, well, I suppose if you're changing routine and that, it's a little bit thingy. But yeah, you got one. Yes, I got it. Yeah. I started doing it. Yeah. Uh, I made you come with me. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look if you, it's the kind of job where you can, but yeah, I came with you so that you could go do it because you wouldn't have done it on your own. Yeah, Um, I freaked out. (laughs) Yeah, you did freak out. I had a burger freak out. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. It went a bit wrong at the start Mm. and I massively panicked and thought I was just going to quit. Yeah. Um, Like there and then. Yeah. Uh, and it involves cycling, and I fell off my bike twice in yeah. one night. Yeah, you did fall off your bike twice, so uh, yeah, it was a good old thing. So, today's... What about you? What? Nothing burger news. Nothing either. happens with me. Oh, right, Don't yeah. be crazy. I'm a little bit... Um, obviously, I've had my little bit of thinking about stuff too much, and... Uh, Obviously, I've had my obsession, obsession mm-hmm. of the week, yeah, two weeks, but I feel like that's dying down now. Um, I always wonder when you get your, like, your obsession kind of things, if it's a sign of something else. Oh, yeah, it could be. Um, like, remember when I said that I do that thing where um, I leave my flat and I get like a little bit down the road and then I think that I forgot to close my door, even though I've never not closed my door. Yeah. There's always that thought where I think, did I shut my door? And it's it's one of those things where like your routine's off for the morning, so or the day, and you think that you've not done something because the routine didn't go that way. And even though I'm a hundred percent sure I closed my door, um, like I'll turn around like halfway to work, come back, and then check the door again. Yeah. Uh, same with like leaving powerpoints on or like my oven or something like that. And I know most people do that thing of when they get to wherever they're going, they think, did I leave the oven on? Um, but then like it's a fleeting, no, I probably didn't leave it off. And then they uh, don't think about it. For me, like it's a it's a constant thing. The amount of times I've sent you 
to my flat to go yeah. check that I haven't left the door. Yeah. Um, and I know you used to do that thing where you'd take pictures of a closed <laughs> door for me so that I'd know it was closed. Um, yeah, it's just one of those sort of things. Like I've got a camera on my helmet that I used to cycle to work and I used to film myself checking stuff going around the flat before I'd leave um, but then I found that was like too time consuming because then when I got to where I was going I was like trying to watch the footage back to make sure that it was definitely uh, closed. Yeah so um, things like that were like a sign that something's bothering you but obviously when you're on the spectrum you don't know exactly what's bothering you so um, I think my therapist told me that when I'm doing stuff like that that's a good indication that something's bothering me but she also told me that when I'm having the thoughts of did I close the door um I need to just forget them and not go back and check even when I really 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 want to go check uh, I shouldn't because I've never not closed it but are you capable of that I don't know like I did it for a bit so for a bit I learned to not keep checking the door and not thinking about that kind of stuff um but uh, it's just lately it's been coming back um same with the other thing my uh yeah like that's passed now um but like it was pretty bad for a bit um but it's gone and what i'm talking about is just i was obsessed with um buying something um but i kept saying no i don't need to i don't need to and then i was like no but i should and then um i did buy it and then i spent ages like oh you know is it is it right kept like inspecting it with like yeah a magnifying glass practically yeah. trying to decide if it's the right thing uh, and it was like all thought consuming but it's past now it's gone uh, at the moment I have nothing that I'm thinking about a lot so that's good I like talking about your burgers because a lot of the time you don't don't well like you definitely have a better control over it than I do but you no, I, when I, you talk about it it's I guess because it's new for you, so yeah. for you it's a new thing. Um, we're slowly going through what it's like for you. Um, like for me, even though I suppose on these podcasts people don't know much about mine um, because we mainly talk about yours, but I forget that's because yours is it's new, you know, it's still undiagnosed. Um, so I just think that yours is is more, you know, we're still I'm trying to like until you get like actual help from like the NHS and that kind of thing where they'll do all your stuff. Kind of feel like these podcasts are a little bit of like help for you. Yeah. Uh, so you can understand it more. Um, there's somebody that messaged us on one of the groups that were saying that they uh, are recently diagnosed. Um, apparently they've like known for a while, um, but they've been going against getting a diagnosis and then they've finally gone ahead and get a diagnosis and now they want to meet more people that have got it so they can understand their own better they're listening to our podcasts so they can understand their own better and they're seeing a therapist and that kind of thing and it's just taking time to get um you know get an understanding of it yeah so i always feel like we're doing that more with you and i don't talk about my own that much yeah um but i suppose um you know stuff comes up because even though mine and yours are similar uh the stuff that i do that you don't do and i think this is one of them my like yeah. obsessive things about stuff being like mint condition and like everything having to be like perfect or a yeah. certain way otherwise i get weird uh, and if it's not i like think about it too much um yeah i think there's that's the difference between me and you 
is you can just have stuff even if it's a bit like scratched and marked that kind of thing yeah it don't bother you whereas for me i'm a little bit like oh well i'm really clumsy so if it's not already scratched or marked it will be within about five minutes of me having it so mm, mm. but yeah what are we talking about today all oh, right yeah uh, so this week i was gonna do uh just talk briefly well not briefly well yeah briefly because it's it's only over an hour and you can't cover these topics in that time anyway but i wanted to go into um black and white thinking or okay. the logical side of being on the spectrum um yeah. i thought about this like following last week's episode on emotions yeah that it just made more sense but black and white thinking is one of those things that seems to be really common with those on the spectrum um it seems to be the way that we are something has to be one way or the other there's no like gray areas or um you know things that have like room for interpretation we're not a fan of that no um i think we were talking about rules last week as well i think that's where it came into it uh that you were sticking to the rules with everything and yeah. that you hate people that don't and that kind of thing and even though i said that i if the rule wasn't set by me i go against it but that again in itself is because of black and white thinking that i do that because um, if someone gives me a rule that I don't understand, there's that area of, but why? Yeah. Um, and I don't like, but why? Uh, yeah. So, like, I usually break the rule myself to find out why, and then I've got a set, this is why. Um, and, yeah, that's the same with everything. Uh, I don't... It's. I think it's, like, one of the main reasons why people on the spectrum that do black and white thinking, well, that have black and white thinking, is because you then that's why we're not able to like read between the lines or um you know things that are open to interpretation of like people's opinions or um yeah like i'm not a big fan of opinion you know like if something's factual but then equally it makes us more sort of stubborn i suppose in the sense of you know when something's 100 percent, you know that's what it is yeah but then you're talking to someone and they go yeah but i don't believe that like um do you know what i mean like there's that kind of like you get that kind of like anger and i think that does make me angry and i think that's what makes us different or it's one thing that stands out is we then can't leave it alone with that person that said it you know that person that's gone um yeah that's fine but like this is how i think it is and you're like no 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 that's not how that is that's not how that works and you can't leave them alone like even if they do that thing where they go we'll have to agree to disagree um, I can't drop it still at yeah. that point. I will continue talking to them until they agree that they're wrong. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I mean, a good example of this would be last night. Yeah, I suppose, but that's... that. Well, maybe that, but I don't know if that's down to black and white thinking. I was really annoyed at you. Basically, I said something... I said that there was something in a film or, yeah. like, in a TV series, and you disagreed with me, and I... I know I'm right. I still know I'm right. I'm still annoyed by it. It really annoyed me. Yeah, yeah, but like that's not that. That's that's, that's kind of what I mean. But no. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah. yeah. Um. But that's just because you you're wrong about that. But oh my god. <laughs> um. But yeah. No. Uh. It, it's more the something's one way or the other. Yeah. And there's no middle ground. Like I can't think that way. Um. And it's it's got much more of a big effect on things than you think. So it's the same reason why we 
why I suppose people on the spectrum are considered to be gullible um, or believe things because we see things that way. Usually when we say something, that's the thing we mean. Yeah. Um, and when somebody says something, um, but it's not what they mean, we don't understand that. So when someone tells me something, I, um, you know, believe them. Unless the logic on them is they're someone that I know lies. Yeah. Then I don't believe anything they say. Um, yeah. But there's no like, I can't do the some stuff they say is right, some stuff they say is wrong. They're a liar, but some stuff's the truth, some stuff's the thing. They're either a liar and everything yeah. they say is a lie, or there's someone that tells the truth and everything they say is the truth, which is a little bit worrying when you have like friends and that kind of thing. Because if you have someone that you always believe 100% tells the truth, they, once they have that like title in your head, can lie and you wouldn't know it. Yeah. Whereas if somebody that's a complete liar uh, tries to tell you something that's true, it doesn't matter if what they're telling you is important and you need to know it. You just think, yeah, but you lie. And that's the way, like, I think most people on the spectrum work is you have to, everything has to be one thing or the other and there's no, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's this, and it affects like loads of stuff. Like it affects like the way we learn as well. Um, to the way information goes in. Um, I can't do something that's open to interpretation. So if somebody teaches me how to do something and they go, you know, what I mean, they leave like details out or they go, or do what you think's best, yeah. you know, um, then that air of goes, I have to then go, well, what do you think is best? Like, you're the one showing me how to do this. And yeah. they go, whatever you think. And it's like, yeah, but what? Do you know what I mean? And then they're like, well, you know, whatever you think would be best for this. And I'm just like, no, what do you want? Um, and like, it affects like decisions and that kind of thing. Like the amount of times where I've asked you to do something and then you've gone like, what? And then I've said, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, and you've gone, okay, but what do you mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a big it's a big part of things like it's one of the things that um when i was getting diagnosed uh it came up quite a bit the questions they asked me um like i told you about the they did like a metaphor test thing where they asked me questions like one of the things she said was um what does it mean when you say people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones she said it because there's obviously that level of there's the literal meaning of that like don't be inside a glass house if you throw stones because it'll break the windows or break the walls or whatever it's made out of yeah um but she meant the interpretation of what that means is like a saying um and the only reason i mean i got that one i knew what that was because i'd heard that one before and people had told me that but if somebody used one that i didn't understand it would take me a while to figure out what they meant because of like the literal thinking yeah. of, you know, picturing that. So, yeah, I thought we'd talk about this as a as a sign of yeah. somebody that's got Asperger's. Um, and that, I mean, like just examples of that kind of thing. I mean, would you say that you're someone that definitely has to have the black and white thinking, uh, doesn't like having to interpretate stuff, uh, needs like literal examples of something to understand it there's no like you'll figure it out kind of thing when people ask you to do stuff i think that i think i do have black and white thinking i think like predominantly yeah but i think just with general like getting used to other people and 
getting like and learning as I've gotten older and stuff, I definitely would say I'm better. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think I'm awful. Like if for example, things like sarcasm, I understand sarcasm. Um that and that's something that a lot of people on the spectrum don't always get. Yeah, but do you understand sarcasm because the person you're talking to is just someone that's known as sarcastic. Yeah. Or could you do it with literally anyone? Or is it just once someone's established as they're sarcastic a lot? Or do they have to do the sarcastic voice Yeah. to be sarcastic? Because someone would be sarcastic with you, but then talk in the normal voice and you pick up on it. I d- yeah, I mean, I, d- I don't know. Like, I like to think that I am all right at it, but I think I'm more all right at hiding it. <laughs> Like, I think I can, like, if I'm having a conversation with someone at work and I'm not sure what they mean, I can sometimes just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on, think back and think, I have no idea what what just happened. I don't know. I mean, you've seen me. You know what I'm like. Yeah, like, you, yeah, I mean, but this is what I mean. Like, you, you can't deal with... Um, you can't deal with things that are being left open to yeah. your own interpretation. If someone asks you to do something, you need to know exactly what they want. I've always been like that. It's the same as, you know, when you are at school and you do, um, you do like, English. And in exams, they ask you, what do you think this person meant by writing that in the poem? Yeah. And there's no right or wrong answer. You just have to describe, I hate that. That's why I preferred maths and things that had answers. Yeah. Because for me, there's there's an answer and then there's wrong. And I don't, yeah, I've never liked that. And I mean, gullible, I would say I am pretty gullible. Yeah, I suppose. But then that's, like I say, it's, the gullibleness, like, I, initially I said gullible, but I don't think it's gullible. I think it's just because one thing's one or the other. Um, and there's not that area to make your own, like, are they telling the truth? Is this right? Um, so, like, I mean, in the past I've mentioned gullible. Gullible is always one of those things that comes up a lot about Asperger's that I always feel like it's bad. But then I thought maybe it is related to this um, because... No one wants to be gullible or believe anything. Um, and I guess we are or can be. It's easier to mislead someone on the spectrum than it is for us not to. Um, but then there's that like black and white thinking. I think that's what it is. I think that's really what it is and not really that gullible. And I think that's because you've got no reason to think someone's lying. Like I suppose NT people have that part of them that goes, is that true? Isn't that true? But because we're not the best at interacting with people, especially someone you don't know, um, you tend to just believe them. Unless you've got like a predetermined like set of um, rules or decisions in your head already about certain things. And that's what I mean. When you've got the logic set in or the opinion set in about something, that's it. It's set in. You know, like how some people can meet people and then they make that first impression of them and then go, this person's this. And then over time, they can show stuff um, about themselves that yeah. then makes you think, oh, actually, maybe they're not that. With like the black and white thinking, for me, once I've made my opinion about someone, that tends to be where it stays. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what they do at that point to prove it. 
it doesn't matter. Like I've put them into this is the kind of person they are. And then that's that. There's no movement on that. Yeah. I think um, for me, when I meet people, I know I have a bit of a routine of what goes through my head when I meet people. So I don't, I usually don't talk, because I come across as quite shy. Like I don't talk to people when I meet them new, if I can help it. So on meeting someone, I'm pretty sort of cold and I don't talk to them and I think it takes me like three or four meetings of this person to decide what I think about them and then once I've decided what I think about them I won't be cold anymore because I will have judged their character for myself but it's only in those first like three meetings and then that's it for me I would say so I've decided then what they're like and I think that's kind of what you're saying like that's it for me yeah, like you, you, you. That's it. That's that's who they are as a person. Yeah. Um, and then that's how you interact with them. Like for me, that's how I logically see them from that point on. Is I always see them as this certain way. Yeah. Um, and there's no, there's no changing that. Everything they say or do makes me fit it into that's the kind of person they are. Um, and that's that's like the rigid. Would you say for you that it causes problems or difficulties? Um, I guess so, because you, you end up like, for me, like I end up like not liking someone um, because especially those that like hide what they're actually thinking or like true intentions or that kind of thing, even if they're just like a closed off person and quite secretive. Um, not knowing stuff about them makes me like uncomfortable around them. So do you know what I mean? Like the basic stuff, if they don't want to show anything about them, I get a little bit weird. Um, so then my opinion on them is that they're not shifty, but secretive, um, which makes me not want to interact with them. Um, but then some people are just, you know, don't talk about themselves that much. Yeah. But like I get uncomfortable. The more I can know about someone, the easier it is for me to make a decision on what kind of person they are which then helps me decide on how I can talk to them or interact with them um but yeah then that's that's a bad thing because obviously I'm basing my opinions on what I know about NT people and obviously all NT people are different uh and they have different um personalities and that kind of thing but say like I misinterpret because I'm likely to um obviously with like the empathy sympathy thing you can pick up somebody's intentions wrongly yeah set a like set it in stone this is the kind of person they are and then I'm not moving from that point because that's my logical thinking on that's who they are um and then there's nothing they can do about that that is just how I see them and I found myself not liking somebody or not liking you know something because of how I've decided that's what it is and having loads of people tell me that, like, I should reconsider or going, they're a nice person or they're all right to hang out with. And then me just being like, yeah, I don't like them. Um, but then people go, why? And I'm just like, I just don't like them. Um, <laughs> you know, and there's no, you know, I mean, there's no movement on that. Like, I suppose it's the same with trying new things or that kind of thing. Once I've made my mind up, I've made my mind up. Um, but, like, I suppose decisions fall into this as well because you have to you know when you have to make a decision yeah um on one thing or the other and 
you know, like when you've got to make a decision, that's worse than the making of the decision. You yeah. Know? You know, when you've got to decide on something or you've got to decide whether to do something. Um, that unknowing or, you know, the, the grey area of what's going to happen here um, makes it way harder to make a decision, I think, if you're on the spectrum to those that aren't. Those that aren't sometimes can just make decisions on stuff. Yeah. Like, just, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. But, like, I think for me and for you, like, all decisions are big decisions, even when they're over little stuff, you know? Yeah. So we need to know what we're going to do. Um, and you don't like that, you know, that, like, bit before where you've not done one or the other. Yeah. you still got to decide you need to just pick one uh, and then go there, which is why... You know, you need more information on something to make a decision. You ever made a decision when you weren't sure and you've decided you have that bit after where you spend all your time obsessing about, um, did I, should I have done the other one? Yeah. Um, And that's because you didn't know enough, you know? Yeah, I do that. I do that all the time. Just talking about this is making me think of a decision I made the other day and questioning whether I did the wrong thing. So, What, What was it about? Um, at work, someone asked me to get them a drink. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find the drink specifically that they wanted. So I got them one that I thought was similar. Yeah. And now I'm just thinking this, it was wrong. It wasn't the right drink. Should I have done that? Should I have just not got them anything? Would that have been better? If then, because then what if they didn't like the drink that I got them, even though it's kind of similar? would they rather have just not had a drink at all instead of having to pretend to want this drink that I'd got them? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 what I'm saying. It's like, you know, when someone says, like, you know, you, you do the friendly thing of you going out for your lunch break and you go, oh, does anybody want anything? And then they go, oh, yeah, just get me... Uh, just oh, get, I hate that. Just get me something to drink and you go, what? And they go, oh, I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you know that person and if you know what they, they want, it's easy, but when people go make that decision, like they they don't realize what they've done. Yeah, like they don't realize what they're asking. There's that kind of what do I get? What don't I get? What you need is for them to go. This is what I want. Um, yeah. get me this. Uh, and some people just don't. Some people just go, oh, just get me anything. And you're like, yeah, but what? And they're like, oh, I don't mind. Like, yeah, but what do you want? Um, uh, and then do you know what I mean? Like, because I tend to go for the my personality at work is a little bit um i suppose dry or yeah. i'm a little bit stern with people i tend to i can get away with then going tell me what you want or you'll get nothing yeah um so like you know i have that advantage but that's because i don't want that like gray area of getting to a shop where i'm then going oh what should i buy what should yeah. i get what do they want um you know sometimes i'll then message them and be like seriously what do you want do yeah. you want this? Do you want that? And that's because there's not that you need to know. There's not that kind of like area of, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll get this. I'll get that. This is similar. It, there's just that kind of like, this is the decision. This is what they want. Um, and yeah, I guess that's why, because you had to decide that yeah. for them. And they weren't like straight in there with the, this is it. Get yeah. nothing but this. I, I... Yeah, I hate having to make decisions on things. Um, And I hate... I think, for me, I'm not a fan of the black and white thinking. 
I would rather not have it. I see like areas where it can be an advantage and I think this kind of bleeds into emotion as well but the the logical side of it and being able to look at things from a logical perspective I get that but um I find that more often than not for me I will get frustrated I think it's why I don't have a big group of friends and don't keep many friends is because I find it really frustrating if people aren't telling me exactly how they feel um I don't I mean it's different as you get older as well but like from school for example when you're at school and you have like all of the like other children around you and one person's annoyed at you for something you've done but they haven't directly told you that they're annoyed at you because of this thing you've done they're just expecting you to work it out yeah things like that i find really frustrating and that does still happen um probably not as much and not as petty but it does still happen in like adult friendships and i don't like that or i don't like um the expectation of like hints i'm not i'm not good at hints i don't pick up on hints so if someone if you've got a friend and they're upset over like a breakup and they uh, go into, oh, I've got nothing to do tonight. I've really got nothing to do tonight. It's not until maybe the next day or if someone else tells me that I'll go, oh, did they want me to go around theirs or to invite them around mine? Is that what was meant to happen? I don't pick up on stuff like that. So I find that frustrating because then when I do work it out or if someone does tell me, I get annoyed at myself that my brain didn't like work that out. That's yeah. um that's something I find irritating. And then I'm annoyed. I'm just annoyed that they couldn't just be direct about it. Yeah. Um cuz if they start saying to me, "Oh, I've got nothing to do tonight." All my head does is think, "Oh, I I'm doing this tonight." <laughs> yeah. Um or I just think like you know, like when they say it early on in the day, like yeah. I've got nothing to do tonight. I just just then start thinking, oh yeah, um, I'm sure you'll figure something out. It's quite early yeah. in the day, uh, you know that kind of thing. It, you take it as like face value as what it is. Yeah, they're just making a comment that they've got nothing to do tonight. There's no like, do you want to do something? Um, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no. Uh, if they'd have just gone, I'm doing nothing tonight. What are you doing? Do you want to do something? That's easier, but, like, I think this whole, like, open to interpretation comments, like, none of them ever work. I don't, I don't understand. And I suppose, I suppose there's, like, a, I don't know, like, an etiquette to conversation with the neurotypical people, and they have a way of understanding each other's, like, hidden meanings. But, like, you're either asking to do something that night, or you're not. Yeah. Like, there's no, like this is what I actually mean, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah. You're either saying, do you want to do something tonight? Or you're just making a random comment that has no relevance to the conversation. When people talk to me as well, I can't, I don't see it from their perspective. I see it from my perspective. So I, I can't really, I can only think as I would think. So if someone says I've got nothing to do tonight, I never have anything to do any nights really. But in my head, I think, oh, that's nice, a nice night in, doing nothing, because that's what I like to do. Yeah. So if someone says that, I think, oh, great, like, nice for you, I'm glad. 
and it, it I feel like that it, it sort of works into other things as well I do tend to just see things from my perspective which is why sometimes like I can come across as kind because if someone says oh I haven't got this and it would it's something that I would want um like like for example if someone hasn't got chewing gum and I love having chewing gum and mm. I know what that's like to want it if I've got gum I'll always be like oh, I'll have some of mine because I can see how they're feeling but if someone says something like that they want to do that I have no desire to do I don't think oh they really want to do that I think oh luckily you're not doing that you know what I mean yeah I think that I think a lot of the time I I don't know if it's selfish because I don't like say it works in a good way as well if it's something that I understand that someone wants to do I'll help them because I understand it it's just when it's things that I don't get or I wouldn't want to do that I think no um I suppose but that's that's might be the empathy sympathy thing yeah um like you don't get what they want because you can't see it from their point of view yeah um but yeah in my case uh like when I've got gum I don't share it because the only way I'll share it is if somebody goes um can I have some gum? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think nobody wants it because nobody's asking for it. Um, and that's, that's like, the difference. Um, but, yeah, I can see why you don't like uh, interpretive stuff. So, you know, like, when we were talking about, um, like, when you were at school, the subjects that yeah. they were like, there's no right or wrong answer to this. Yeah. Um, you're even a little bit like that with science, I think, because there's, like, sometimes a science where... There's just theories. Yeah. Um, and I think theories are one of those things that people with Asperger's don't get along with. No. Um, you know, or like, you know, when people do hypotheticals. Yeah, I hate that. Like that kind of thing. Um, because it's 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 not happening. It's yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Could be a thing, but it's not a thing. Yeah, so yeah. like there's that. I can't deal with that because it's not, it's not, you don't know. Um, like... You were talking about like things like the the social sciences, like psychology, sociology, yeah. those sort of things, where no matter what you prove, there's another theory that yeah. says the opposite. Yeah, that it's this. Um, and yeah, there's that. That's too like frustrating to decide whether or not you know that's yeah that's worth it. And uh, yeah, that's that's how it is. I think it's also, I think the black and white thinking is why people with Asperger's can't do hypotheticals, you know, like imagine yourself doing this or doing that. I mean, obviously we do some hypotheticals. I always talked about like, you know, if we won the lottery, what we do, but that's even then though, like, you know, when you do that, when I do, you know, for a lot of people, they do the imagine if this and you imagine it. I struggle with the imagining part. So what I do is, I start thinking about it, and then this part of me goes, so it'll happen. Yeah. Because I can picture it. Yeah. Um, it's like I've explained to you before, when I said I did something and I shouldn't have done it. Um, there's this part of me that thinks I can genuinely change what happened. Like, oh, yeah. Go back that. in time and sort it. I have that. Um, so bad. And I think that's... That's one of the things there is that I've got it in my head that it could be fixed and I figured out how to fix it. So it doesn't occur to me that it's in the past and I can't do anything about it. I genuinely think I can go back and sort that then. Yeah. Um, And I think that's because what I'm thinking about is 
hypothetical, but my brain is not letting me see it as a hypothetical. Um, I'm seeing it as something that could happen, and that's how I'm dealing with it. It's it's funny you mention it because this week I've had this this one thing that happened probably a few months ago, but it keeps coming into my thoughts, and I keep changing it in my head to what I wish had happened and like in reality I can't go back but it's weird because all week this week it keeps coming up it keeps coming into my thoughts maybe like every few hours I think about it I think about how I'd change it and then I like I almost have to like snap myself back into this can't happen though yeah and I I don't know why but it's something that I haven't thought about for ages and just all of a sudden it keeps coming into my thought process and I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I definitely have that where I think that I can change um, things that have happened in the past. Yeah, I think that's, um, like I say, it's it's you're thinking about something that can't be done, but I'm still trying to apply a, it can be done. Yeah. Um, like logic to it. So it makes it difficult. Like at no point do I think I can't do it. Um, but in some ways that actually feels a little bit better. So when I do think about it, um, I do think like I could fix it. And that for some reason makes the embarrassing thing or the thing that I didn't want to happen that happened feel a little bit better, even though I can't do anything yeah. about it. Thinking about how I could do something about it uh, makes it better. But yeah, the um, I feel like the... Do you know, like, the way we are, like, with other people um, and, you know, like, when somebody says they're going to do something yeah, uh, and then they don't do it, yeah, meet you somewhere, they don't turn up or supposed to do something at work uh, and then don't do it. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is where the... I find that I get irritated with people that do change their mind yeah. or do say they're going to do something um, because once I've got it in my head, that's what's going to happen. Um, I can't differ from that I'm I'm not free to move away from that Um, and initially like I say it's it could be seen as routine or messing with schedule but I think that also is related to this uh, is when something's supposed to happen and then doesn't happen yeah Um, it's really disorientating and frustrating to somebody on the spectrum because you have said it it's like um, if somebody at work has something they're supposed to do you know you can get it done in like this period of time and it's easily done and that particular task should only take that long uh, and they take longer or they can't do it and you know what I mean like there's that I don't really have like room for like understanding on that kind of stuff yeah I'm very sort of like how is this not done yet why is this not done yet um and it's the same with with anything you know if something's supposed to happen and then someone goes oh we're doing this now or we're changing it to this now. Yeah. Like once you've got that locked into your head, this is it. And then it's like, this is the definite thing. Like you can't move away from that. Yeah. There's no, um, there's no ability to change your mind. You know, like you're supposed to get something. It's like even something like set when like something's supposed to be delivered. Yeah. On the day. And then like Amazon or whatever go, oh, oh like, yeah. it won't happen today. It'll happen tomorrow. Most people can go, oh, that's all right then, I'll just give it tomorrow. Yeah. But like, 
when you've got it in your head that it's that's definitely it now that's what's going to happen today and then it doesn't um like it can really mess with you yeah like it becomes like why is it not happening it yeah. needs to, and like you start thinking of ways to get it to happen now yeah. like you start messaging amazon saying yeah. you need to deliver it today it needs to happen now and it's not the same reason as like neurotypical people who are just frustrated because the thing that they ordered they needed for that day or they paid for next day delivery and it hasn't happened for somebody on the spectrum it could be something that you don't really need and it could be something that had it have not turned up and even if they told you oh it's not showing up for another three weeks but that was the original agreed date you'd be fine yeah um it's the it's that it's part of your this is happening today yeah this is now locked into my thought processes of part of my day this is going to be and then it changes it's um it's difficult because the thought processes um they're just so locked in like just like it was when you mentioned amazon i was thinking about the other day how frustrated i got but it was because i I read in the bath, I decided I read a Kindle, I decided I needed like a waterproof cover for the Kindle and I couldn't read in the bath without the waterproof cover, even though I've been reading my Kindle in the bath for months without this, I've decided that now I need it. Yeah. So I ordered it and I'd planned that the next day I finished work at six, I was going to come home, I was going to eat dinner, I was going to have a bath at eight o'clock and I was going to read my Kindle in the bath for an hour or an hour and a half. And I had it all planned out and like all of these things had been like planned in my brain. And then Amazon couldn't deliver this waterproof cover until the next day. And it like really messed with me. I was like, what am I going to do? I can't read in the bath without this cover, even though I've been doing it for ages. So this means that I can't have the bath or I'm going to have to have the bath without reading. But I have to read in the bath because that's what I like doing when I'm in the bath. And all of these things just massively messed with me. And it got to a point where I wanted to stay at work later just so I wouldn't have time when I got home and I felt like it would calm me down. So I was looking at like, could I swap shifts with someone because I don't want to come home at six o'clock and then not have the thing that I planned to do happen. And it was like... I think that's, um, I mean, some of that's routine because some of that's messing with a a sort of routine that I'd planned. But I think some of it is the black and white thinking because you've just black and white thought this is going to happen. This is set in stone. And it is that. Yeah. It is sort of messing with you. Amazon have said this is coming here today. Yeah. And that in itself has been like set in your head, which has then made you build a routine off that one like given thought that you're definitely going to do that and then that one thing changes so it then like breaks everything else the routine that's built off that one thought of this will definitely be the way it's going to be yeah has then like completely ruined the day and then yeah you start trying to you start trying to like fix a new schedule together or routine together really quickly like staying late at work and the reason you're trying to do that is because you now associate the bath with the Kindle and the Kindle with the case. Yeah. So had you have got home and seen the bath, there'd be the natural like burger instinct to run the bath yeah. because that's what you do when you get home. But then that reads to get my Kindle. Yeah. But then that goes to, wait, there's no cover on the Kindle. Yeah. And then you think Amazon said they were going to bring me that thing. And yeah. then you just find yourself getting like angry again. And it's like now I've already like had the thought process of I need the cover for the Kindle 
it's like I can't get out of it. It's, it's weird things. It's like once I've got something, um, even if I have just got it now and I've been going fine without it for the past however long, now that I've got it, I can't not have it. Yeah, it's um, the it's like anything. Like yeah. once you've got it established that this is how this is, you can't not have it. And yeah, yeah. there there is a period where you didn't have it. Um, and, and you were fine, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's a sort of black and white sort of way of thinking i also find i don't know if this is to do with thinking black and white but it's definitely to do with uh the way i think i always think i know what someone's thinking and for me that is black and white there's no part of me that goes ah but maybe they're not thinking that way in my head whatever i think they're thinking they're a hundred percent thinking and there's no oh yeah changing yeah. that, that- so that's definitely one yeah like i will be having a conversation with someone and if i've got in my head that they're thinking she needs to stop talking now there's no part of me that's like ah but maybe they're enjoying this conversation i'll just walk off i'll just walk away because i'll have decided in my head that they don't want to talk to me anymore um if i'm having a conversation with someone and they're being really nice and really friendly but i've already got in my head that they hate me i'll think they hate me uh, even like I can't can't even sometimes describe why I've come to this conclusion but I always think that I know what people are thinking yeah um and this is this is it like this is the this is the black and white thinking in the sense that it's it's set in stone yeah so like you've made the decision that you know what people are thinking um I've got the exact same problem because I like I've mentioned in one of the way earlier episodes that I associate the same people with the same faces and that everybody has the same face to me. It's yeah. just one of a different variation of face. And depending on what face they've got depends on how I talk to them. Yeah. Um, it That is how I do everything. I didn't discover that until much later on. Um, it was something that came up when I was in therapy. Uh, that That's what I do. That everybody to me looks like somebody else I've already met. Uh, and I don't see new faces. I don't actually see strangers. I see everybody and everybody looks the same to me. Um, and then I've set certain like personalities to each face yeah. and depending on what face they got, depends on what personality I think they have. And that's how I interact with them. Now it could be that the way I interact with them makes them behave in a certain way that then fits my yeah. criteria or I'm actually right. Um, like I said before, the therapist reckons that everybody does it. It's just everybody does it on an unconscious level. And I, for some reason, do it in a way that I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the thing is, is before that, I thought because like I got into trouble a lot in school because I didn't understand what people meant and I misinterpreted everything everybody did, which made my interactions with them weird and they found me like rude or yeah. aggressive or dry or and it could have just been frustration as like a child of not understanding what people actually mean and then getting to trouble because they think I know what they mean. Yeah. But I'm choosing to do the opposite. Um I obviously started studying the way people sit, the way people talk. I started like making a mental note of somebody I know's like base level, how they normally interact. Yeah. And then when they differ from that, trying to decide if that means they're happy, if that means they're angry, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but I originally thought that down to I know what they're thinking. Um, and I did the same thing. And the trouble is, is that thought locked in my head. Yeah. Of I know what they're thinking. Um, so then that meant that everybody I talked to, I thought, I know what you're thinking. Um, because obviously I'd see a face that 
then fits the pattern of the whichever person. Yeah. They behave a certain way. I think I know what they're thinking. And that made me generalize that everybody's pretty much the same and nobody's unique and everybody's, you know, the same person and everybody has the same drive, same want, same needs. I still think that now. Um, and it's because I said it in my head as this is how this is at such a young age that I can't really move away from it. Um, I told my therapist all this. I told her that I know what people are thinking. And she said, you can't know what people are thinking. No one can ever know what (laughs) someone's thinking. No one can read thoughts. No one can hear people's thoughts. You'll never know what someone's thinking ever. However, she said it, but because the thought was so locked in my head that I just kind of then kept going, but I can. Yeah. And she was like, no, you can't. And I was like, no, but I can though. And she was like, no, you really can't understand what anyone's thinking. You don't know what anyone's thinking ever. Um, But I can't shake that. It doesn't matter what people tell me. Yeah. I can't change my mind on that one. I just think that I do know. Um, And, you know, she was telling me, giving me all this evidence, explaining to me all these things that made sense. That I was just like, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. I couldn't do that. I can't do this. That yeah. is impossible. Um, but at the end of it, she was like, so you see, you can't. And <laughs> I was just kind of was like, but I can. Um, and yeah, like it's like the the way I suppose it's like it gives you like a level of stubbornness as well, the black and white thinking, because once you've got something in your head that that's how it is, that's how it is. It's like um, when I was in previous relationships, once I was diagnosed as having Asperger's, once I was involved with like my ex-girlfriend and anybody else I met I would just tell them I had Asperger's but I'd then just go this means I can't do this I can't do this and I will do this and at that point I don't then think I could change yeah I think I'm not going to yeah yeah. um and I think that's where the difference is as well so when now when people say you should try this or you should do that or, you know, maybe you could try seeing things this way. Um, my mom does it. Like, she'll try to, like, help me with stuff by, you know, she will apply, like, logic of stuff that works for her. Yeah. Um, and she'll... And, like, I do believe that NT people can read a way of thinking and then change the way they think. Yeah. And then think, okay, if I start seeing the world this way, this might things things better. And you hear NT people all the time that have said, like, oh, I've started looking at everything this way now and everything's got easier. Yeah. Whereas I think when you're on the spectrum, you just can't do that. Yeah. Um, but then, like, can I not do that? Because the thought in my head is that I can't do that and I believe yeah. that I can't do that so much that... I can't do that. Or is it genuinely, I can't do that? You know, like it's hard to tell. Um, It's hard to differentiate from what's real and what's not once you've locked a thought in. That is how it is now. That is like one of the guidelines or one of the rules now. Um, And there's no changing that. There's no moving away from that. Yeah. Um, And I think that's the difference. Like, and there's certain things that I believe that I've put in my head and it won't matter at this point now what proof somebody has or what someone tells me or how logical their argument may be. It yeah. doesn't matter because that's not how it is to me. Yeah. Um, and I suppose there is that air of stubbornness. I think I am quite stubborn. Um, like you said, the thing last night when you were convinced something was in this TV series. Yeah. Um, it's locked in there. Yeah. That is how it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you it's not. Um, but, you know, that's... 
I guess that's like because we need. I suppose when you haven't got like the proper. I mean, it's not that people on Asperger's don't have empathy, sympathy. It's just different. It works differently. It's the unable to interpret stuff. It's the unable to. Do you know, like we have instinct, but it's not the same instinct as NT people. NT people like have like a good instinct, or they always go, "I'm a good judge of character," or you know those kind of phrases yeah. you hear NT people saying that you just don't say yourself. Yeah. Um, and that's because so you're on the spectrum. So I think what you have to do is you have this black and white thinking of, you know, setting down like the rules with this is this, this is that, this is this, and then we're there. We're stuck to that. Yeah. It doesn't move. It doesn't change. We don't need to. Then whatever, once I've made my mind up or once I've got my opinion, um, that opinion for me almost becomes the fact that I follow. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the difference. And I, most people on the spectrum, in fact, I've not come across anybody on the spectrum that doesn't have black and white thinking. It is something and it is one of those things, one of those criterias that um, people look for. You know, like how I said stimming when we did the stimming one was one of those things people look for when they try and figure out someone's spectrum. I think the black and white thinking is is the same. It's like when you're it's like when you go somewhere like to a shop to buy something because the website says it's there. The website says they've got one in stock in store and then you get there and they go, "Sorry, I haven't got that." Yeah. Like NT people have that air of that's life. You know, unless they're one of those people that just isn't used to not getting their own way and yeah. it's different. Whereas, like, on the spectrum, it can be seen as throwing a tantrum because you're not getting your own way, but it's not. It's because it's in your head that that's there yeah. and that's what it is. And it's definitely going to be there because this thing says it's definitely there. Yeah. Um, and then to get there and someone to go, this isn't it. Like, it's not the same as, like, oh, that's frustrating. I really wanted that. There's this, like, kind of... Um, everything doesn't make sense for a bit. Yeah. And it's not just that one thing of this shop doesn't make sense. It's hard to understand why. Um, you don't understand why it's not there. Why would one thing say something when it's not there? Yeah. You know, and there's loads of examples, I suppose you could think of, where something was definitely supposed to happen and then just didn't. And it's not the same as anyone else that can just go, things change. You just sort of you're really like thrown off and like there's an unbalance to like everything for ages. Mm -hmm. uh, it takes a while to sort things back out again because you've locked it in that this is how this is. Yeah. Uh, and then when it changes, you can't deal with it. You can't understand it. Um, and yeah, I suppose it's one of the the downsides to it, I guess. You think any pros of black and white thinking? Well, yeah, like I said, I think the pros are the logical, like the logicalness, the being logical um, can be useful in certain situations. Um, I think there's a pro to it for people on the spectrum. I think for us, having this black and white sort of rigid way of thinking is helpful because helps us not get like overloaded with uh like if because uh, if we struggle to make decisions as it is i think having like a no this is this and this is this is helpful because it stops us going but could it be this or could it be this or could this happen like i think it uh helps with the otherwise i think i would obsess over things a lot more if i didn't have a predetermined i think it's this way or this way oh uh, yeah i guess that's why um 
we're not good with the unknown. Yeah. Uh, like starting your first job. Yeah. Like your day, your first job, not knowing anything about how anything works yeah. or anything happens. You know, it's the same reason why we need to know what a place looks like before we can go to a place. Yeah. And we only go to places that we know what they look like. Um, so, yeah, there's probably that element to it is that you can't do anything unless you know what it is. And trying to do something that's too mysterious, too yeah. like it's too you have no idea anything about it makes it really hard to actually go do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'd say, so I think it's a pro... Like, I I like the fact that I don't... Uh, that, for me, things are just set in stone. I like that I don't have to think too much about them because I think that would take a lot of time considering that I also have loads of other thoughts going through my head constantly. I'd hate it if I also was unsure about certain things. Yeah. Um. So I'd say that's a pro. Uh, are there any others you can think of? Um, well, like you said, it's I would say it's a pro for those on the spectrum. It makes us good at like being truthful with people. Um, we're a lot better at that, I think, um, at saying what we mean and what we're thinking because we don't because we don't think grey. We can't give answers that are interpretive. We tend to just give answers that are either one way or the other, which I think is nicer for some people. Some people have told me that it's like refreshing to have a conversation with me because I just say what I'm thinking or they don't then go, yeah, but did he mean that? You know, Um, I don't say things that have like a read between the line statement or like a hidden under meaning. It is what it is. I say what it is. Um, When people have said to me in the past, like, oh, uh, yeah, but do you mean that? Or are you really trying to hint at something else? I've then had to go, no, no, I'm not. If I was going to, if I meant that, that is what I would have said. So when people get that about me, they find it easier to interact with me because um, there's no like, yeah, but what's he really mean? Um, And I would say that like, it helps in the sense of, like you said, once you've got set, guidelines in of stuff yourself and like you've locked in certain stuff it does make those decisions easier um because you don't really have to make a decision it's either one thing or the other so i suppose there's that in the sense of like you said we're thinking about other stuff all the time so it's handy for that but i think being able to stay logical in situations that are for everybody else like too stressful or too worrying or that kind of thing like if I'm in a situation that everyone else like gets upset about or gets freaked out about for me if I've already like decided yeah or already have it in my head there's no like I suppose like fear or emotion takes over I just go it's this this yeah. is this um so yeah I suppose I can see it as a benefit to talking to other people um because for them it's it's different i suppose like neurotypical people like to play like emotional games sometimes with each other where you know they they mean something but they mean something else and there's like that kind of manipulative like thing about them yeah whereas i suppose with people on the spectrum we we don't manipulate others um because we just say what we mean um and that's because that's how we do everything uh and yeah, it means we're good at like, I suppose, sticking to the rules. Um, you know, like when I'm at work, um, I stick to company guidelines like properly. 
Yeah. Um, there are obviously like just you know when people say like oh it's management's discretion. Management discretion to me is something I don't do. It is what it is. It's one way or the other. If we're supposed to do something a certain way, we're supposed yeah. to do it. Um, the discretion of changing your mind. Like I know there's been times where things have happened at work where there's been discretion and something's been changed and I've looked over at you and you've looked so confused. Yeah. Like you've not understood what the hell's just happened. Yeah. Like something's supposed to happen a certain way and they've gone for the sake of like the case by case situation. They've... Oh, I can't deal with it. They've changed. Really upset. They've changed their mind and gone, no, we're going to have to do it this way yeah. now. I can see the look of your face, but no, this is not the rules. This is not how this is. Yeah. This is not the way it's supposed to work. Um, so I guess like for those people that need things done a certain way or have to have something done particularly, I suppose getting someone on the spectrum to do it is a benefit because you know they're going to do it exactly the way yeah. you wanted them to. Providing that I suppose you haven't been vague with your instruction and yeah. that you have explained why it has to be done that way and gone into, I suppose, a level of detail that then that thought has gone into the person on the spectrum's head, but they've gone, okay, this needs to be done this way for this reason. Yeah. If you're vague about it, that's when you start doing things wrong because you start thinking, well, I don't know what they actually mean. So I'm going to have to just try and guess this. But I think like if you've embedded it enough in someone's head, this is how it is. I think trusting someone on the spectrum to get something done exactly the way you want it to is that's it because you've put it in their head. They've locked it in. This is the way it is. Um, and that's that. Like, they'll get it done. Yeah. I suppose they won't be like, I know you said this, but I thought this would be a better idea yeah. because, you know, this is how it is. For me, there's no thought of me that goes, I could do it this way because this is what they've said. Um, but if I do it this way, this might be better. Yeah. I just tend to go, they said this way, this is the way it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I suppose there's that thing to it, you know, like I suppose we're consistent as well. Like I can replicate the same thing over and over again because of that. You know, like yeah. I, I don't feel like I would do something wrong, do something different, do the same job twice, but do it different each, you know, both times. Yeah. Like I will systematically do the same thing over and over again. Uh, and that's what I'm good at because there's that part of my like head that's gone. This is how it is. And I won't differ. Yeah. I won't go. I did do it this time, this way, this time. But this time I'm going to do it this way. Once I've locked it in, this is how it's happening. I will do it exactly the same way every time. And that's the same with everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, that does feed in a little bit to routine. But, you know, I think it's also the routine came from an initial, this is how this is. This is the fastest way of doing this. That is that now. I won't be told otherwise. If someone tells me, I think this way's faster, I just tend to not even bother listening. I just tend to go, yeah, whatever. And yeah. then, like, carry on doing it the way I'm doing it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think routines come from that each aspect of it you've decided this is the best way to do this uh, and then there's no change in your mind on that yeah but yeah yes. that's it that's it that's it time is up see you next week is that it is it nothing else yeah. no more chat you're just gonna go you're done wow. scarlet's out yeah <laughs> uh thanks everybody again thank you for um your it. messages as well. Yeah, messages. messages. Yeah, we've had a few. We've had a couple this week. Uh, we've had loads more followers on the Facebook page, 
Thank which, you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, again, the Facebook page, again, for those that are still on there, Them Aspergers or at Them Aspergers. Twitter, it's at Them underscore Aspergers because, like I said, Twitter likes to be a bit fancier. Yeah. Uh, we've got a page on both. Um, currently, the Instagram page is not there. Uh, so those that are following it or with it, it's not gone. It's just we've had some like weird issues with it. So it's down for the moment, but it should go back up in a week or two. Um, so those that are following that, it just isn't there for the moment. So I'm afraid you won't see any of my weird doodles this week. Yeah. Um, but it will go back up. But we're still on Facebook, still on Twitter, still on Anchor, Spotify. Every other ones are there, just not the Instagram one for this week, possibly next week. Um, but it will go back up eventually. But yeah, thanks again for listening. Uh, Thank those you. that have listened to this, uh, we're yeah, we'll be. Doing another episode again next week. I actually have a topic for this week. Something's come up in this podcast that has made me want to talk about it next week. But I won't say what it is. You'll just have to wait a week for that. How exciting. But yeah, that's it. Uh, Bye.